Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey everybody, this is Larry the Cable Guy. Check this out. So I'm in my truck driving with my buddy, and we was heading up to the men's warehouse to fart in the suits, and he's listening to his phone. And I said, that sounds like Hermie Sadler. He said, it is Hermie Sadler. He's got a podcast called Leaning Right and Turning Left with Sadler and the Senator. I said, Sadler and the Senator? He said, yeah, that's his good buddy, Virginia State Senator Bill Stanley. I said, well, what in the world? He didn't know this. I said, did you know that Hermie Sadler was voted one of the 50 best-looking drivers in NASCAR? He said, I did not know that. I said, because it ain't true. <laughs> you never know, though. He never takes off his helmet. But I know one thing. This show, Leaning Right, Turning Left, is good. So pull up a chair right there by your phone, get yourself a cold beer, and give a listen right here to this week's episode of Leaning Right, Turning Left with Sadler and the Senator. I'll tell you what, I bet Michael Waltrip's even listening. He's always wanted to do something like that. Oh, Sadler, got another one over on Waltrip. Get her done! I'm Virginia State Senator Bill Stanley, and I'm leaning right. And I'm Hermie Sadler, and I'm turning left. Leaning right and turning left with Sadler in the Senator is back. And always, we are powered by Pacematic. Hermie, how you doing today? I'm doing great, and we'll set the stage. We are once again back at the famed historic... South Boston Speedway, South Boston, Virginia. Sobo, and uh, I've had the honor and privilege of representing this area in South Boston Speedway. Now with the new redistricting lines, I'm going to lose Halifax, but uh, South Boston is a great place, man. Sobo, great place. So you look around this racetrack to our right, as I'm looking away from the racetrack, is the Elliott Sadler Grandstand. And you look to the left, a guest we had on last week, the Peyton Sellers Grandstand, and the guest that we currently have on the show this week is looking to one day maybe have his name on a grandstand here at South Boston Speedway, too, and that is the current points leader in the late model stock car division at South Boston Speedway, and that's Carter Langley. Carter, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How hey, are you? Uh, hanging in there. Uh trying to make some laps today but uh, always fun to do the podcast too we're also joined by uh, chris williams owner of the smart modified tour and the swear bear former, former. councilman of south hill virginia Chef Miles, what's left of him? Oh, come on! And it wasn't that bad, was it? I feel like my ass sat on a cheese. If you listen to last week's hours. show, <laughs> he got a little ribbon because he used to be the go getter, the, the change maker, the voice of change, the impetus of change. Now he's the impetus of quit. Chef Moss, former councilman, South Hill, Virginia. That's the only four-letter word I don't like to say. What's that? Former? Quit. That's more than four. That's more quit. than four. Oh, quit. We'll call you K. Wit. How's that? K-Wit. So we, uh, we went over that uh, in, in great detail because, you know, we always like to dive deep into Shep Moss's life. Thank God, young man, you don't have to be a part of that. <laughs> but let me ask you, do you know where the Hermie Sadler uh, parking spot is? Because I'm sure there's, they don't have a grandstand for him. 
Where is it? A bathroom? One of the urinals? Where, where? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Nobody has seen it. I can tell you that. <laughs> He's Look. seen it. Maybe turn three. Maybe turn four. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you. Um, there's nothing like taking the green flag at South Boston Speedway when you're an aspiring racer. Uh, the first late model stock car race that I ran, I ran at this racetrack in 1989. Chris, I rented a late model stock car from Butch Savakis. Oh, awesome. Stock car products. is a blue, famed blue number 01. 01. 01 that Butch was driving, and I ran uh, my first ever late model race here at South Boston and went on to – I raced here off and on for three years. Um, and there's anywhere that you can go – not anywhere you can go, really, uh, in the mid-Atlantic region and I would even say the United States – um, then the competition is more fierce than it is in this area uh, of uh, of the Mid Atlantic region. That includes right here at South Boston Speedway. But my man Carter Langley, we got wait, a lot wait, to talk wait, wait. about. How'd you do? First first race here. I South finished eleventh. I remember it. All right, twelve. I finished eleventth. Twelve cars. <laughs> uh, uh, back in those days, and Chris knows we had there's nine 30, cars, <laughs> thirty five oh, cars. Dude. Yeah. Back in the day when Jimmy Hensley and all those guys came here in Sam Art, the field was loaded. I mean, it didn't matter, Tommy Ellis. Let me just tell you. Just and I remember, on. hey, Maurice Hill. Oh, God. Barry Begley. Oh, yeah. David Blankenship. Yes. Roy Hendrick. He's got a he's got a stadium. He's got some seats. Blankenship. Yeah. Yeah. So is this the track where you left and your dad pulled the plug and you went on back to the shop? No, that was Southside. That, that was Southside. South mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad was ready to quit, and I wasn't quite ready to quit. Uh, just yet. And you went up to Manassas on that one. The next day. Oh, and won the next day. That was won the next Dominion. day, yeah. yeah. That was a great race. I thought it was here. I'm sorry. Yeah. So who drove the 01 before you? I mean, I know Sonny Hutchins drove it. I know Bodine drove it. Yeah. Well, the, a lot the, of those. The late models. model that I rented was was Butch Savakis was actually right. driving it. So Butch drove it. Butch, Butch yeah. was driving it. It came out of the stock car products shop yeah, in, yeah. in Richmond. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I, I actually drove his car a couple races at South Boston that first year. Then we went to Martinsville. Yeah. Um, back in, you know, another thing, you go down, 130 cars there at that race. But Carter, just to let people know, we'll talk a little bit about what he's got going on now. He is the current points leader here in the late model stock car division at South Boston Speedway. But I've been involved or around Carter and his family since the very beginning of his racing career. So how old were you when you started racing carts? Because you had some karting experience before y'all came over to join us at Premier Racing Chassis, right? Yeah, I was uh, I was about eight when I started, and mm-hmm. um, then about three or four years in, I started driving for y'all, and that's uh, really when everything took off for me. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm tell you, Carter does, and we same way with Peyton Sellers to a degree. The way the families are involved from the karting and right over to the racing part. We come to the go-kart races, and Carter, you you can uh, chime in on this. His whole family not only shows up, but is a part of the team. Yeah. From back in the go-kart days to cleaning, changing gears, grandpa's changing oil. Tired. You know, and his dad, Carter's dad, Brad, is probably one of the best tire men in karting, especially for kids that I've ever been around. Because in karting, you know, you got adult classes, then you got kids' classes. What made the kids' carts go fast was being able to put a tire on that had very little rubber on it because it had less rolling resistance. And Brad was, we had a good program going because we had adult drivers. Then we'd cycle the tires down to Carter, and Brad was really, really good at knowing what Carter wanted. And 
y'all won a lot of races out of our trailer, big races too, yeah. uh, with Premier. What do you remember about those days? Uh, it was definitely definitely the good days, even though I'm not I'm not that old yet. But um, how old are you now? I'm 18 now. 18, yeah. But, uh, Dad's still doing the tires as of right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't fired him yet, so he's doing tires uh, on the on the car. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's yeah. Uh, still performing good, and mm-hmm. uh, I haven't complained on tires one bit. Yeah. Uh, good answer. <laughs> but um, yeah, those uh, we won a lot of big races and had a lot of fun and. Like you said, uh, still all my family's still here working on the race car and uh, still shows up. I, I believe they sit in in the Elliott Sadler grandstands or close to it or something yeah. like that. So uh, and Elliott's a big fan of yours yes, too. He's been to watch you several yep, times this he's year. Been over here, him and Wyatt. Uh, yeah. they've been over here a couple times this year, and mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed seeing them. So, um, yeah, it's big family. Big family. What, Keep going, going. What prompted you, or when did you know or think it was time for you to move on from karting? And start messing well, with wait, race cars. Wait, first, what was it like to work for him? Honestly, for Hermie. I I, didn't, I haven't really worked for him. I guess I don't know. I just. I mean, I didn't. Well, you were like you the sponsor drove his of car. Him? Yeah, I drove his car. Yeah, we we I provided carts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when more back when we first Robin Bradshaw and I were in the early stages of launching the Premier Racing brand, and uh, I hired a, a guy named Austin Banker. Um, that was a family friend of, of the Langley's at the time. And through that relationship, I was introduced to, to Brad and, and Carter, and and we clicked immediately. You know, we, we knew we had a good cart. We had proven that. Uh, Carter was, a, even at his young age, really not only could go fast, but could give good feedback uh, to us on the carts, on what the cart needed. Oh, at and, eight. Eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a definite, a definite feel that you have, and that's why I, I'm – Excited to see what Carter not only is able to accomplish this year. I think you said you got two races left trying to win a track championship at South Boston Speedway, yeah. which you join a list of, you know, greats uh, right off the bat with that. But Carter's got a good knack for knowing what the car needs. And also, Carter's one of the few, especially at his age, that works on the car himself. I mean, he, he you, do, you, you tell us, you do yeah. a lot of or the majority of the mechanic work to your to your car am i right majority of it uh i do everything from taking the motor out rear end and basically anything on it i i do and i can do a little bit of setup stuff now but uh josh yeoman's really been helping me along with that and getting all the right setup stuff so um hopefully i'll be more have more knowledge on the setup side but uh i'm I'm pretty much do everything during the week and then he just comes over one night a week and uh we go through setup and that's a lost art Oh, yeah. For for today's drivers to work on a car because old school back in the day, everybody. I mean, you drove yeah. the truck, yeah. you unloaded the car, you worked on it, you drove it. You, you, did you the know, tires. you done it and, all. And I will say that kids your age, this new generation, sometimes it's warranted, sometimes it's not. But some kids get a bad rap mm-hmm. for the, some of the young kids you see, yep. especially on TV. Uh, well, they just show up and mm-hmm. and drive, but that's not you. And I think that's an, an important distinction for you to make that. Hey, I get to race, but you work on the car and do the stuff yourself. And that's knowledge that nobody can take away from you. And it also helps a, a lot on the feel side, too, knowing, yeah. I mean, that's what I've been able to, I've been able to give a lot better feedback to Josh. And we honestly, we click a lot better knowing him, that I'm giving him feedback that's actually right feedback. And he doesn't have to sit in the corner and watch the car and go off what he thinks. He can actually go off what I think, too. When was your first win at this racetrack? And tell me, because I know as a race car driver, I can remember mine. 
what the last 10 or 15 laps were like because you were just waiting for something to break right yeah um honestly i was running about fifth or sixth the whole race and um yeah, was this this year or last year this year it's this year it's so first, your first full-time yep. year really yep. i guess yep. racing at south boston yes uh actually i raced two years ago full-time here and mm-hmm. then i really didn't have that much good luck or anything like that and then last year i went to the cars tour and dabbled my feet in that a little bit and i felt i just didn't feel like we were quite competitive enough i mean i felt we brought good cars and i just don't think i had enough experience yet and um backed it down and come run here a little bit there's a place we can get notes on and run every week and make a make a good notebook out of mm-hmm. and um first race here we were, we were great but we had a decent car and um I think Peyton and the leader got together and we were sitting second or third after that. And I was like, we actually might have a legitimate chance at this. And, um, me and like Mike Looney had a, had a real good run and, um, we battled and it honestly with 10 to go, I think I started tearing up a little bit cause I was like, there's no way this is actually happening. I mean, South Boston, you got Peyton, you got Lee Pulliam. I mean, every, all the greats have basically won here Yeah, and, uh, I mean, Philip, he's got Victory Lane, and uh, I'm actually in one of Philip's old cars. Uh, is that right? Yep, this is one of this is Black Betty. This is, I guess, Philip's best car. He says. And, yeah. Um, but I mean, it felt like the last ten laps was the longest I've ever run in my life. But um, it's definitely um, nice coming into Victory Lane and seeing all your family uh, happy and and tearing up and all that. Yeah, the motion is is you know you make me think about the progression of people that's won for the first time and the feeling it has. But to get to that point, did you lean on somebody more than anybody else? Was it another driver or Phillip or somebody that gave you more insight on what you needed to be looking for as you progressed forward? Is there somebody out there that you kind of leaned on? Um, I mean, I've talked with a lot of drivers here and there. I, I talked to Lane a lot before I came here, Lane Riggs a lot before I came here this season and, um, just got his thoughts on some things. And, uh, but I mean, I didn't really talk to Philip much, um, or I talked to Lee Pulliam a little bit here and there, and um, Peyton on and off, not really that much. But um, not not really. Just came out here, not expecting. Was just trying to get at least a win before the end of the season, and 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 grow our notebook. And uh, it's it's definitely been exceeded our expectations for this year. That's that's impressive. Are you where were you at in the national championship? Um, I'm not very sure. That so you don't. So you just run here mainly. Yes, sir. You don't travel all over. Do you go to Dominion? Any? Do you go to some of these other tracks that these guys are chasing those points? I would love to go to Dominion, but it's. I think it's like five hours. It from is. My house and, yeah. Uh, I just. I, I didn't really feel like chasing anything this year. I just wanted to come out here and get a groove going and yeah. just try to have fun and, and win races so how, how did how did winning that first race affect your mindset when you started coming back were you expecting then to how, how did it how did it change you or, or did it well we ended up winning the first two races the twin night we had here and it it took my um it just i don't know it just made me a lot more confident, in confident the car. absolutely yeah. and i just i was able to put the car in places i didn't think i was able to after running up there with Mike and racing as hard as they do and racing Peyton as hard as he, he likes to race everybody. So, I mean, my confidence has definitely skyrocketed 
with being able to put the car where I need to put it to win the races. Yeah, and you know you have the equipment to do it, right? Yes, and you now you know you have the talent to outrun some of the greatest. And reason I bring that up is you look in the last 20 years, 17 or 18 of the national champion comes from this racetrack. Yep. You know, it's usually a combination between here and Dominion, but mm-hmm. but the national mm-hmm. champion is right here. Mm-hmm. The hometown yep. is generally right here at this racetrack. Did you, have you found and Bill, you hop in anytime? I know you. No, just, I'm enjoying listening. I've, did, I've got did, questions, but this is great. Once you've started racing up front, did you notice that in one of few races did you did you notice that the Peyton Sellers and the Mike Looney's did they start racing you differently? Do they, they offer you more respect after you were kind of in the club, so oh, to speak? Yeah. Yes, uh, they definitely, um, we all beat and bang doors every now and then, but um, I feel like I've gained a little bit of their respect. Um, maybe not all of it quite yet, but I feel like they raced me a little bit. They, I haven't went in there and gave them the bumper and moved them five grooves up the racetrack. I mean, I may have the first week because I was excited the first week. You know, everybody is. and um, Young and dumb. You're, yep. you're educating. <laughs> but I, I feel like I've, I've calmed down a little bit yeah. since then, and uh, I feel like we've been able to have some good races, and I, I feel like I've earned a little bit of their respect. Carter, let me ask you this. You mentioned you work on the car during the week about every night. What do you do? You're 18 years old. What do you do during the day? I mean, are you working? You're in school? You well, I, I do online tell school. Tell the people what you do. When COVID hit, I started online school, and now I've been just – doing that and working on the race car most of the time and then my uncle's got an oil change business he just opened up and i'm a i think i'm gonna start go working over there a little bit and but mostly keep my eyes on the race car and make sure i can get it to the racetrack every week because uh i mean nobody else in my family can really work on it at all during the week so just trying to make sure it's ready first and then everything else comes after what are you studying um, nothing really right now. Well, I mean, you're on online, but you're not doing that now. No. I got you. Okay. No. I mean, I'm not really looking to go to college for anything or something like that. Now, I don't see a wedding ring. Do we have a, a girlfriend? Oh, I got a girlfriend, yeah. Does yeah. she help with the team? Yes, her dad actually races. Oh, cool. But uh, she she likes to come out. Don't try to race against dad. Well, no. actually, Let we, him met, we met <laughs> racing against each other. That's how, how we met, uh, but... Um, Yep, she likes to come out in the shop and hang out and come out and shop. Sometime, imagine to that. the shop, not come out. Oh, I think they come to the sh- go shopping <laughs> while you're racing. Doing that too. Yeah. She loves to shop. Honey, <laughs> let me know when you're ready to get the store. I'll be at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not sexist at all. So does she time lapse or spot or any of that stuff? Uh. She times laps sometimes, but um, she's here to keep yeah. the other women away. That's right. Yeah, probably most. Yeah, from showing up at the car. What do they call them? Pit lizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what they're called. Pit lizards. Oh, you do know that term. Uh, I heard it from somebody. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's from a side. Right, no, so, no, no, wait. So, you're eight years old. You start karting. What got you into that? Was the family always into racing, and so you just thought it was a natural progression when you were younger? Or? So my uncle and dad and grandpa always used to go help uh, an old friend of theirs, Greg Barnett. Uh, race dirt street stocks at county line about 30 minutes from my house and um my uncle started racing four cylinders and i was still playing baseball soccer all all the fun kids sports and stuff like that that every kid plays and i I wanted a bandolera real bad and they just they just couldn't couldn't really do it at the time and uh one of the guys at the at the racetrack had a had a go-kart we bought and i think it was a nemesis an old old go-kart and just 
went to Williamston for the first time is a little short indoor track and I think I, I mowed the wall down <laughs> the first time. So I got I got my lick out first. Well you did better than Elliot did in a go kart the first time. That story uh, Elliot uh, yeah, told Elliot well my brother's first two times in racing both is good is you know, Thomas Stodden in the basement. First ever time my brother went to the go kart. Uh you know, I had a go kart. We started racing up in Broadnecks, Virginia racetrack over in Tannertown. Mike Lundy used to run the track. So I was racing. We raced up there on Friday night. So I went up there, you know, had run two or three races, got him under my belt. You know, Elliot, the younger, spoiled brother who never had to take piano lessons. There we go. All that. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm bitter wait, about wait, that. Wait, wait, You play piano? It sounds like you are. <laughs> yeah. So you Elliot. pulled a contract out. So. Elliot's got to have a go-kart. I want to race. I want to race. So, you know, daddy goes, gets him a go-kart. We do all that. Fix him up. The first night we go to the racetrack at Broadnecks, I was running a class 12 to 15-year-olds at the time. So if I was 12, he was six, seven. But there were no junior one drivers at the track that night. But we had about 15 in our class, which back in those days was called Trans-A stock is what right. they called it. So we just said, okay, Mike Lundy, the guy, you know, he – like you, a promoter. Yeah. If you put, got fifty bucks, put him on the put, track. Put him on the track. If you got an entry fee, Jack, just let's put, put him. Just put him in the starting so, rear yeah, tires. That's yeah. what we did. So yeah, we said, I figured that's coming. That's Elliot. what I would have done. <laughs> so look, we're gonna put you in the back of the Trans A stocks. Just ride around in the you know in the back, get you some experience. Beat all y'all. There's nobody here. I can, see, I can see, feel this coming. Oh, oh no, it's even better. What you're feeling is gas. <laughs> <laughs> Big I lunch. didn't have lunch. So, so <laughs> he's eating you them know, catfish bites the like they were going out of style. There I am racing for a championship. Everybody in my class. So, you know, we're, so Elliot, right in the back, just get 20 laps in, get some experience. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no problem. We dropped a green flag. He drives across the infield going in turn <laughs> one you. and comes up on the track and runs into two or three guys, flips, broke it, the, the header pipe off his motor and all that. First corner, first lap. Hey, kid was on the gas. And uh, <laughs> it turned out pretty did good. He, did, he, did he screw it up for you? So, I, well, just for a bunch of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the first racing he, he was practicing had a wreck. Pocono was coming <laughs> hey, up in his future. Yeah. Hey, the first time he drove a late model stock car, we had a 200 lap race coming up at Orange County Speedway. My parents were off on a uh, Shell Motiva trip yeah. out of the country, and so I'm halfway babysitting. Um, I'm working at the dealership. Elliot's the spoiled brought, you know. Elliot listens to this. So we have a 200-lap race coming up at Orange County Speedway. So we go over on Thursday, kind of like you did today, Carter, to to test, get some laps in it. So we go test. Elliot goes with me, of course. We go out, practice, 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 practice. This is probably eight or ten cars there practicing. So we get done practicing. And back in those days, we, we didn't have the cell phones like we had the bag phone. Oh, yeah. Lord, you know? yes. So we get done. We start loading up. Elliot's over there in the truck with the bag phone out. Come says, Daddy wants to talk to you. Like, Daddy wants to talk to me? <laughs> I thought he wanted to ask me how to test went, whatever. <laughs> I go get on the phone. Yes, sir. He said, let Elliot drive that car a few laps. 
<laughs> oh, I, know I where, said, I know where this is going. What? <laughs> I love Hermes' impression of He said, let A it dry that car. I said, Daddy, we got a 200 lap race coming up this weekend, and we just been working. I said, let A it dry the car. Got to do what Daddy said. So, unbeknownst to me, Elliot had packed, he had his go kart driving uniform, his go kart helmet, this and that and the other. He'd come prepared. He packed. Yeah. He had in the car with him. Set up. This was a total set up. I was a set up from the jump. So I said, okay. So we put Elliot in the car, and there's still other people up there practicing. And so I said, Elliot, test one, two. Can you hear me? Gotcha. All right. I said, hey, now you go on the track. Please be careful. And I said, if anybody else pulls on the track, you pull off and wait for them to stop and then go back out there. Do you understand? I got it. So he goes out. He's running pace laps around the bottom. Then he starts picking up speed, picking up speed, picking up speed. Next year, I know he's coming off turn four at Orange County sideways, all kind of stuff. Seeing what it can do. I understand. You got a copy? Nothing. Hey, you got a copy. How about back it down a notch? Anyway, Kirk Leon yeah. gets in his car, goes on the racetrack. Hey, another car on the track, bring it in. Hey, you got a copy. Hey, he's in his game, man. He's on his game. You know? So he going to conquer the world. He goes off, gets loose off turn four, overcorrects, Noses it into the fence, and Kirk Leon comes and T-bones him in the door. Yeah. In your, your car, race right? car. My car and Kirk Leon's car. Oh, yeah. I couldn't wait to get back to the bag phone. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, guess what? <laughs> guess what I knew was going to happen. Not only do you have to replace my car. <laughs> you got to replace You got to fix Kirk Leon's car. By the weekend. <laughs> And so, uh, but obviously he overcame all that to have a. Well, you uh, know it was your fault, right? It was no question, it was my fault. Car's too loose. <laughs> it was too loose. Car set up too loose. Too loose. You couldn't loose. drive it. But if he would have communicated that to you, you could have told him what to do, right? All of a sudden, you know, when it when it hit the wall, <laughs> yeah. you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. So I know he could hear the whole time. <laughs> so Carter, the moral of the story is you're off to a way better start. Than, yeah, I'd say so. Elliot won that one year. He won. 12 races in a row here and won the track championship, all that. So, uh, But he his, his first outing was less than spectacular. You know, it's kind of funny if you think about it because, you know, Elliot is known on YouTube. I mean, millions of views for some of his spectacular wrecks. Mm-hmm. So he was starting early. Yeah. <laughs> the other great story was when, uh, when he didn't get the message to come in and pit in the race that he won at Bristol. Yeah. Uh, so there he was, not listening to the radio. Yeah, right? Driving for and, the Wood Brothers. He's at Bristol. The, the race he won for yeah. the Wood Brothers. They come around, Pat Trison's the crew chief, and they are trying to tell him to pit, but they're walking on each other on the radio. So he don't so know. He don't know to pit. So yeah. him and John Andretti stayed on the track by accident and he ended up winning his yeah. first cup race at Smart Bristol move. on 180 lap tires. Hey, he knew how to drive. And he did one of the Wood Brothers said to him, because he said, well, should I pit now? And they're, nope, you made your bet on this one. <laughs> yeah, keep Great talking. Stories. I'm not sure if we said it on the air or not, but Carter, one of the first, uh, we were at Iron City, May have been a Max Daddy. I remember it being a big race weekend. Big O. Big O, maybe. Carter uh, is involved in a wreck, gets turned sideways, and somebody maybe T-boned you that Mm -hmm. night. Yep. And he had a head injury. And so they, I think they helicoptered you. They did. Yep. Wow. They helicoptered you. That's that's crazy to be helicoptered. I had, that was the first weekend I ever ran Junior 3. Did your mama know where you were? (laughs) Yes. She was at the track. She was in a helicopter, too. So I, I was probably. 
13 or 14 at the time. Yeah. We head injury, helicopter, so, 13, 14. So they yes. go, they go. And wait, so, wait, how old were you when you dated your first Victoria's Secret model? Like 15, 16? Mm-hmm. What the heck? He's doing everything real fast, didn't he? Mm-hmm. No We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. <laughs> hey, sorry, man. Didn't give me any listen. But the, uh, so the helicopter, take, the helicopter takes off. <laughs> I'm down there on my little motorhome. And, you know, everybody's in a tizzy, you know. And so I hop in the motorhome and they're flying him to, I forgot, some hospital in Charlotte, Children's Hospital. I think so. In Charlotte. Maybe the one that Jeff Gordon's affiliated with. Probably. So I drive, I'm driving the motorhome. And so, you know, I'm hustling, trying to get there. So I get there and trying to get into the hospital. I get turned around in a parking deck. (laughs) In an RV. Yeah, in an RV. And ended up knocking the air conditioner off the top of my motorhome, <laughs> trying to get there to check on him. And so you stayed in the hospital three or four days, I remember. Yep. It, uh, um, they wouldn't let me leave until I, I used the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but. Well, that's that's what me. they used to do back in the but day. But your motorhome couldn't have been but so small. It was, it was, I mean, Senator's got a small one. I mean, it should have stayed full every trip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> Mine's about the same size as yours. No, 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 no. Not the shit. Senator, the, the does, Senator doesn't do anything on his motorhome. You know who does all the stuff on his motorhome? Laura. No. Laura and me. Him. <laughs> I need the honey wagon. Him. Honey Chris, wagon turn. I can't, listen, I can't get this slide out. Can listen, you come and help listen, me? Listen, listen. You can be the limo driver or you can be the driven. All right? I'm the driven. I ain't the limo driver. All right, so getting back to the present. You got two races left and a five-point lead. How do you approach these last two races? Is it the same I've approached every other race this year? Um didn't really plan on running for a, a championship or anything like that. I just I wanted to come out here and have fun, and because I I liked having that last year a lot, and it really kind of made me want to quit racing. If you want to know the truth, and I, yeah, what, what, yeah. you mean not enjoying it? You mean not enjoying it? Yes. Yeah. Don't why? have a quit. I mean why? Why weren't you enjoying? I it? I just I I wasn't having. I felt like it's more like a job instead of a hobby, I guess you'd say. It, was and, you was you not progressing as well yes. on top of yep. it? Yeah, so that's, it was, that's, that's, it a measurement of a driver in his head is the most yes. important thing, yeah. to be honest with you, and, number, and having fun, number two. Yeah, because you always say drivers are squirrely bastards. Yeah, I, well, you said. depends on who. Well. No, you said all drivers. You didn't say no, it. A couple. Uh, uh, easy now. Whatever. Easy. That was what you said. All right, all right. We're changing history now. So, so, so when you were having that period of time where you were actually – you're, you're an 18 year old or 17 year old, I guess, questioning yourself what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were you going through? What was your process to say, wait a minute, I need to get back, do what I do because I love to do it and I love to have fun doing it and I'm good at it? Well, um, I don't know. We, I think we raked a car at Tri County and it was right before Martinsville. And I was I was excited to go to Martinsville. The 300? Like, yeah, yep. Virginia's for Lovers yep. 300? I was excited. I was, I was ready to go. I felt like we had a, a decent piece for Martinsville because the year before we ran pretty good. And I was like, second year, got a little bit more experience, you know. And then we wrecked it two weeks before Mar- Martinsville. And I ended up having to drive JV Hedgecock's car. We still had a decent run. We cut a tire, whatever. But it just threw me for a loop at the time. I was just not having as much fun. We didn't have as good good finishes. We had a couple of them, but just wasn't what I wanted. Didn't wasn't having the finishes I wanted. And... At the end of the year, we ran Thanksgiving race, finished seventh, and I was like, you know, we're just going to back it down, try to go and have fun like we used to. When I ran, we ran Charger for two or three years, and we had had a great time as a family, and we just, 
I wanted to back it down and go have fun again and enjoy being at the racetrack. And I guess hard to explain to people. There's no more lonesome a feeling as a race car driver to after something bad has happened or a bad qualifying run after a bad race, mm-hmm. pulling back around to the hauler and looking at everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're, Cause they are looking at you, yep. yeah. you know? And so that, that's a, that's a, well, that's, that's a lot a, on the weight of the shoulders of a 17-year-old, too, man. I mean, you're thinking about a lot of things that most 17-year-olds aren't contemplating. Because right? drivers sometimes get too much credit when they yeah. win, mm-hmm. yeah. and they get, you know, too All much blame. blame when they don't, because the driver is a yeah. is a big piece of the puzzle, but yeah. it's only a piece. But I remember lots of nights in those early days, uh, racing late model stock cars, and as you progress up the ladder, because what happens, and I'm sure at some point you'll have aspirations to move up to trucks or you know uh, Xfinity whatever. then you get corporate sponsorships involved yep. then all the corporate sponsors and the CEOs it and all those take, people yep. are standing on the hauler yes. with all their buddies that they brought up and there's my car with my driver That's right. my sponsor when you pull around after you qualify 28th yeah. you know you want to just stay in yeah. the car or find you a hole to climb into That's right. so that uh, as you get older you will learn how to kind of compartmentalize all that um, and the experiences that you're having now and in a lot of ways to Bill's point which you're overcoming some of that to be able to realize hey I went back trying to recapture the fun and in doing so I started winning yes yep and so in your mind by having that more I want to have fun attitude is probably one of the things that enabled you to get through that block to help you win oh yeah for sure Um, it definitely it definitely cheered the whole atmosphere around the trailer up for sure. Just going and not having any expectations. Just and you, you will certainly realize Bill gets this too. The more success you have, the more friends you're going to have, <laughs> the more people that want to, you know, you, the yes. people come out of the woodwork yep. when you start doing well. And those people are not always around when you're, no. uh, the, when the you're first, struggling. The first couple of weekends here, I mean, we had a few people and then, Every weekend, there's one or two more come, yep. and you know, just come to help. And a lot, lot more hands is better. But, but it seems like most of the time when we don't need help, everybody comes. But when we need help, nobody comes. Yeah, so, that's the way yeah. it usually works. How, uh, let's talk about this this racetrack specifically. What do you like, or what are the bigger challenges about this racetrack? I, I really like you can run the high. I, I love the high side here, um, but I like you can run high, low. It's it's very racy. Um, I mean, you get a good run on the top and drive down by somebody on the back stretch, or you really piss somebody off on the bottom. That's for sure. Yeah. Now somebody's riding. Kind of hold them down. Five, yeah. five, five, six laps. They're like, now I'm just gonna give them a little nudge right here, going in the corner. The night, the night, the last night I was here with Elliot and Wyatt. The last time the modifieds were here. Yep. Uh-huh. You were racing somebody in the late model race, and y'all ran side by side for like 25 Craig laps. Moore. It was Craig Moore. Yep. Yeah. We, that was, was a great race. Best, that was one of the best races we had all year. It, yeah. it was. Most one of the most fun races we've mm-hmm. had here, for sure. But I just like how racy it is. It's a great racetrack. It's uh, you know the history, the people that's been on it, and you know to see the progression of where you've came from and where you're at, and you know like like Hermie says, you know you you had fun and went and changed it all, and so it seems like to me just in your conversation, you're having a lot more fun right now winning. 
oh, which yeah, changes sure. the game for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think your attitude going into these last couple of races of just be competitive and, you know, where it falls, it falls. Yeah. I think it'll take a lot of pressure off of you mm-hmm. because you can't control it sometimes. Nope. And I think you got a good attitude yeah, about Peyton it. Yeah, Peyton says you're slow and there's no way you're going to be this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trying boy. to spice it oh, up. Here we go. Spice it. <laughs> so go. you're, you're, um, <laughs> your competitor for this championship is Peyton Sellers. We had him on yeah. last week. He's won six track championships here. So if Seven. you're able to pull it off, he's six working on them. Track so. championship. Six track championships no, he's won six here. Seven will time for seven will time with David Blankenship. Yeah. Right. So you're in the way. I'm in the way. You're in the way. <laughs> so what's you your relationship? Way. <laughs> what's your relationship like with with Peyton? Um, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I feel like we don't have any hard feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we race with each other with respect, and um, I feel like. I mean, he probably I, wasn't expecting you to be the one yeah. at the yeah. beginning of the year to be in the way of his yeah. record tying seventh track championship at South Boston Speedway. Yeah, probably not. But if you got that much respect for each other, that means you guys haven't moved each other out of the way. You've respected each other. And, and I'm sure y'all going to take that in the last two weeks and, you know, yep. best man win, which is yep. you can't find that often because yep. everybody's self absorbed anymore. And, you see it, you know, I don't care if you're Denny Hamlin or whoever, you don't apologize for it. Joey Logano, the, yep. the mentality that happens today versus what it used to happen is totally different. And uh, for you guys to have that mindset is uh, pretty impressive, to be honest with you. It's, it's good for a youngster to think that way and, and have respect not only for racing in general, but the other person. That's you've been you've been whether it's through these guys with Hermie or your dad or your uncle and everybody else. That's a lot of respect, and it's a good way to look at. What it. are your uh, goals for the next five years? Um, in race, where do you go from here? I mean, are, are you thinking this is going to be a career for you, or in the motorsports yeah. industry? I, I, I'd like to have a late mile stock team. If you really want to know the truth, um, truck, what do you mean by that? I mean, have three or four cars and rent them out to whoever wants to drive them. I just like to have a. I mean, I just have two or three people work for me during the. Is that weekend. more more of a goal for you, enticing for you than yes. advancing to a Cup Series? I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to go run trucks, Xfinity Cup, anything. But I mean, reality of that is, it's I mean, slim unless you slim. got money. Yep, it's, I hate to say it that way. I mean, it's very slim. Um, I feel like if I can learn all I can and race for a couple more years and learn all I can about these cars and hopefully put it put together a team and like a Lee Pulliam yes. type deal yep. yeah I was getting ready to say Lee or Philip or, or Hedgecock some yep. of those guys mm-hmm. and, and the thing that plus with the, with the path you're on with what you're learning you know crew chief and engineering well, wise you know then you have the history under your belt if you win this championship and win multiple yep. championships then people know that you're the total package. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, not only working on, on your car, resume, on your resume, yeah. and that, that goes a long way. Uh, you know, I think you got a good path, and then hopefully somewhere along the line that the the industry doesn't have to have money to win, and somebody to put you in a truck or something else somewhere along the line, or a sponsor come in and give you that shot. Because there's uh, Earnhardt said it a long time ago. There's a lot of great race car drivers out there that never got the chance, mm-hmm. and they are. Yes, there's great sure. race car drivers yeah. out there, yep. and you race against them here. Yep. You know, they don't have the equipment, but still, it's competitive. Yep. We see it in the modified world. I mean, there's people that win championships, but it's never had that mm-hmm. shot that could do it. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll get that break as well. Hi, folks. This is Hermie Sadler. Thanks for listening to our all-new podcast, Leaning Right and Turning Left with Sadler and the Senator. 
I hope you are enjoying the show as much as Senator Stanley and I enjoy bringing it to you. Whether you're a family traveling together or a truck driver hauling freight up and down the highway, I hope you will take the time to visit one of our Sadler Travel Plaza locations in Virginia and North Carolina. Sadler Travel Plaza locations are licensed dealer locations for pallet travel centers. And we also carry Shell Motiva Petroleum products for our four-wheel friends. We pride ourselves on providing one-stop shopping for service, food, and entertainment. Our food options include Five Guys Burgers and Fries, Quiznos, Dairy Queen, Hermie Sadler's Faux Show Bar and Grill, Victory Lane Restaurant, Hunt Brothers Pizza, Dunkin' Donuts, and much, much more. Our locations include Sadler Travel Plaza in South Hill, located off I-85 at Exit 12, the Sadler Travel Plaza of Emporia, which is conveniently located on Exit 11B off I-95, and Sadler Travel Plaza on Highway 58 in Suffolk. We also have our North Carolina location, Sadler Travel Plaza in Dunn, North Carolina, that's exit 75 off I-95. We appreciate all of our customers, and Bill and I appreciate you listening to Leaning Right and Turning Left with Sadler and the Senator, powered by Pacematic. Hey, this is Bill Stanley, Hermie Sadler's sidekick on this podcast. When I'm not in Richmond at the Capitol or doing this podcast, my real job for the past 27 years is as a trial attorney with the Stanley Law Group. Here at the Stanley Law Group, we represent our clients in every courthouse in the Commonwealth. No problem is too small for us to solve. No case is too big for us to win. Whether it's criminal charges, traffic offenses, civil disputes, litigation matters of any sort, we handle it all. We make sure that we treat every client like family because they are to us. Your problem is our problem. Your success is our success because we hate to lose more than we love to win. And believe me, we win a lot. Don't believe me? Go ask Hermie. I'm his favorite lawyer, and he hates lawyers. So give us a call at 540-721-6028 and let us help you. Or visit our website at www.vastanleylawgroup.com. That's www.vastanleylawgroup.com. At the Stanley Law Group, we'll make sure we're the lawyers that you swear by and not at. So run me through this at least, because... You know, I have a son that's interested in racing. He's a lot younger than you are, um, but he's in that age range where now it's, you know, kind of, he wants to get out on the track. He does a lot of sim. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And loves the sim. Mm-hmm. So what's it take? I mean, it sounds like it's a family business for you guys. Yes. What's it take to put a car together each week and run in the series? I mean, sponsorship, money, work on the car, getting all that prep work. What, what does it take to put a car out here on the track every week? To run here at South Boston on a weekly basis is probably between if you wanted to rent out a race car it's probably between six and eight thousand dollars maybe a week on a high on a high of ten maybe on a week and that's if you don't tear up anything yeah, so you're it. renting race cars right now then no i'm not yet okay uh, hopefully in the future oh that's so that's where you're going to make your money yes but for you and your family i mean what's it take to put together a car every week what's the cost what's the uh, okay I what's the you. time requirement um honestly we've on probably broke even this year mm-hmm. with not including rebuilding the motor and stuff but coming here and racing purse is paying for it is paying for it and i feel like our we have good sponsors mm-hmm. and we have a guy that pays tire bill every week and all that stuff and i feel we've might might have honestly made a little bit money a little bit of money this year just mm. a tiny bit but a little bit's better than none breaking and, even is great yes breaking even is great but um 
you know, we talked we talked to Peyton last week a little bit about the car count mm-hmm. here because back in the day, it was thirty plus late models here mm-hmm. every Saturday night. Realistically, we ever get back to that number? Who knows? But we talked about, you know, he's talking about if you built a brand new late model stock car ready to go to the racetrack, you're talking about a hundred grand. Yes, and that's just not a sustainable. Mm-mm number for for a car that if you go win the race you win two thousand bucks yes so you know he's talked about and we had a conversation with him you know about how do you get those costs back down to where more people can afford to come to the racetrack and put a competitive car on the track some of that has got to be rule we talked about you know streamlining rules amongst Mm -hmm. tracks and the cars too like peyton made a comment you know, he'd like to go run more cars to his races, but it takes a different car yep. than it does what you race here just because of, you know, the rules in a lot of ways, tech, tech, tech inspection is tougher here mm-hmm. than it is at a cars to a yeah, race, which sure, is, for sure. which is crazy. It is. It is. Yep. Um, I mean, you just got to change so much to go run cars to where, or honestly, if everybody had a Ford motor and a Harrington, you run limited a Harrington with a 500 carburetor. And then if you wanted to move up to late mile stock, you just get a 650 and go run late mile stock. I mean, you could take the same car, same motor, and just it'd make it a lot cheaper. Yeah. And nobody's got to go buy 603, 604s, built motors, all that, all of this money. Hey, you look at his hands. He's been working on his cars. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Look at his arm. Everything. Uh, but that's uh, well, that's what you have to do. And you're right. I mean, that's what you know. we talked about it with Peyton. That's the one thing that we've tried to do at the Smart Tour is make it affordable you know because mm-hmm. you're not you're not you're not here to make money mm-hmm. right you're here because you love it. Yep. it you know it's it's a hobby and you know and i and i think they are working on some of that as we talked about with nascar so you guys can have an opportunity to slide left mm-hmm. and slide right to get more local flavor into yeah. the cars racing you want more people getting yeah, into sport, absolutely. Like getting out of the sport That's it seems right. like it's a loss right now right yeah mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you guys are kind of maverick. You got a family that supports you. You've worked out the numbers, so mm-hmm. you're breaking even as you as you get into this stuff. But I mean, listen to what he said. I mean, you're he's breaking about- even in one. How many races this year? Seven. 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 That's a lot. So that's a lot. That's a lot of wins. But a hundred thousand dollars buys you uh, uh, an SUV in you know yeah. top of the line SUV. Isn't that right, Chap? I mean. Hundred yeah. grand, you can get us not a top car. of the line. Yeah, but yeah, but you're not going to wreck your SUV or, or capable of wrecking your SUV every week. Well, the way I saw you driving to lunch today, <laughs> well, you are capable. I got three hundred sixty-four thousand on my SUV, yeah. right? But I mean, uh, that's a lot of money for a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get that start, and then you try to maintain it, yep. and then you got to maintain that every month to keep it going. And if you wad up your equipment, that puts you backwards. That that puts you in a bad I you mean, know way. Yeah, for us, it took us. It took us three or four months to get that car back together last year that we wrecked. I mean, yeah. we can't just take it Monday and go get it fixed, you know. You, you got to get get all the numbers right and right. to get it back together. So, I mean, it's uh, – it's And it's hard to race like that Yes, when you're worried about all the years I had my own cup team. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to the racetrack many a times with no backup car and you, you in just, the truck. In your mind, you was trying not to wreck. I'm talking about – You weren't trying to make yeah. passes. We'd be, in Fontana, to, we'd be in Fontana, California. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And going to Phoenix the next Yeah, yeah, yeah you And here I wreck. am on the backstretch of Fontana. I'm like – Don't hit me. Don't if, hit me. Not only if I wreck, I'm screwed. <laughs> I can't go – you know, and it's hard to yeah. – it's really hard to – Yeah, that's got to be tough. Really hard to wreck oh, that way. Because you got to make decisions. Do I win or do I want the car next yeah. week? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. 
And especially when it's all cash and there's no carry, yeah. mm-hmm. that's a problem. And so your sponsors, you were talking about sponsors, you going out and getting those sponsors yourself or are they coming to you? Um, most of I have a couple, bunch of fans. Who are they? Uh, quality pre-owned trucks and cars in Wilson. We got B2. He's the guy that he just wanted, he didn't really want a sticker on the car, but we gave him a sticker. Yeah. Uh, Marty Robertson, he's been a lot of help over the past couple of years. Um, Bullpen Backyard, Creedmoor Forest Production, mm-hmm. uh, Bubba's Carton Concepts, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's been helping out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we have DP Horsepower, Reynolds Racing Chassis. Um, Josh Yeoman puts a great setup every week, Wilburn Construction. and uh, How, If somebody is listening to this podcast and – No Bud Light? No Bud Light, <laughs> not yet. Ask. He's not of age, Senator. Yep. No, I know, but would he take Bud Light? Well, that wouldn't work. work. <laughs> but not he'd in, take it. Not yeah, it wouldn't work. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering where the line is. I'm not going to drink it and let my friends see me drink it. just have lunch with a sticker on my car? Hey, you, this is your buddy. <laughs> I'm trying to get to a point where I'm asking, if people are listening to this podcast and they want to be a part of a up-and-coming driver and a family-owned team that's yes. winning races, how can people get in touch with you or learn more about your racing career? Um, we got a, we got a Facebook just message either Facebook and, and what's that? Is that just Carter Langley? It's just Carter Langley on uh-huh. Facebook and um, just message us and or whatever the name. Because I'm not, I don't want to speak for now, you, but back but in my late model days. Hey, look, there's a kid that doesn't know what the thing is. How you message me on social media? What Good is man. it? Facebook, <laughs> Facebook Messenger or something That's like that? They that. do Snapchat. No, uh, he's people our age do Facebook. He's doing no. You know he what it is? He's out there. He's under the hood of the car. He's doing the way that we used to be raised, right? Yeah. Well, We're I want to make people make sure people like understand. Else, right? Well, because people talk a lot about money, and I'm, yeah. mm-hmm. but at a late model level, if you had a company that comes up and wants to bring a couple of his employees that come up, five hundred bucks. Yeah. You could put a little sticker yes. on the car, uh-huh. and they come out and enjoy Because not everybody plays golf. Yep. Yeah. So what a better way to entertain a customer mm-hmm. or entertain some of your employees would be to come and be an associate sponsor on a car like Carter Langley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people just sometimes get so blown away because they hear people say, oh, it costs $300,000 yeah. a race to run a cup right. car. And it does. Mm-hmm. But at this level, with, way, you know, four or 500 bucks, that'll pay for the gas to yeah. truck and trailer the car yeah. back and forth. And, so. and every bit helps. Yeah, every, every little bit, bit helps. And when you're on a person such as Connor that's up and coming, it's won seven times at a world-famous South Boston Speedway that's running for the championship. I mean, tire bill, you know, one of the most important Mm -hmm. things that would help out going into the championship night. But, I mean, you're right. Any little bit helps to these guys to get to the next event. And and, and grassroots racing, it all adds up. So when are your next races? This coming weekend, this coming Saturday? Yes, sir. And then then the following one? Uh, It's two weeks from Saturday. Yeah. Okay, yep. so, so do you have your own T-shirt yet? Yes, I do. But how did that? How did that feel? You're 18 years old. You're winning races. You're kicking ass, and now all of a sudden you got your own T-shirt. It, how cool is that with the girls? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about the girls, but it's. I mean, it's it's nice having a T-shirt. I mean, they they sold out, so I guess that's good. Is your picture on? Is your face on it? Or? No, the car is on. Well, they don't it, want to no. screw up yeah, the shirt. They just yeah. want to put the car on it. Yeah. <laughs> So you're racing this uh, Saturday night when we're taping would be August 19th. What time does the races usually start here at South Boston on the uh, weekly series? I think qualifying's at 6 yes. and race starts at 7. 7, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they have other races that are there. So, oh, yeah. They have so other families days. come out here just as we do and watch a whole bunch of races uh, on that Saturday. And then two weeks from then would be the 2nd of September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you'll be... Uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Yep. You'll be kicking uh, Peyton's ass. Trying to. Right. Trying to. Well, he says you can't do it, so. <laughs> Here we go. Come on, man. Challenge. He's, Peyton was a he's lot bigger. He's staring it up. Huh? Peyton's a lot bigger, son of 
He's older too. This is the, <laughs> the up and coming. Not this is the only. Oh yeah, he's bigger than me. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying this smart ass because he's not here. <laughs> so I can say anything I want as long as he's on the other side of the door and the door is locked, right? So, so are you excited? I mean, you got a plan, you got a strategy. What What are you gonna do? I'm I'm excited for sure. I mean, I don't know. I just I don't really have a plan. How just wide are you gonna flow. make the car? How wide are you gonna make the car? Depends on situation. Yep, depends on situation. <laughs> so you are like, a, you're as cool as a moose's ass right now. I mean, you're just <laughs> cool and calm. I mean, I would what think I'd be like wound up. <laughs> well, every time. Well, I tell I, me a, a moose's ass is warm. It's cool. I've never felt warm. <laughs> oh, here it we go. It probably would have been better to say, like, what's the guy, Stuart Scott, you just say cool is the other side of the pillow. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, you've probably warm. kissed a little moose ass before. That's how you know it's cool. A loyal order of the moose, or are you talking about the animal? <laughs> Hey, I lived in Maine for five years. They're fast. You can't catch them that quick. Hey, and they'll young. chase you. You're young. Like, you're really young. Is there a race that got away from you that you you just, like, a daggone it? A go-kart race. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which one was it? What, um, what? It was actually a Max Daddy at Albemarle. And I was leading by straightaway. And Caught the, the, probably the phantom caution. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, Jacques Debris. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it, they yelled caution on the race. We had a little race receivers, and they yelled caution. Second, third, fourth, and fifth all went past me. They threw the green back out. No. Yep. I was leading by straightaway with 10 or 15 Them freaking go. race directors, they will screw up a race in a Damn a promoter. Oh, do we have a story? <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Hickory coming yeah, uh-huh. Do we have a story? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, them race directors suck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Especially they, on that restart they, shit. They I mean, still geez. they still mad at me from Hickory, but it's okay. oh well, it was BS. <laughs> it was <total> crap. <laughs> at restart, he, he said we jumped the restart. We're in the lead, and we didn't jump the restart. I mean, if you're in, Her, it was Hirschman, wasn't he? Dog in the restart. Yeah. Hirschman got hurt last night. I, I don't care. He he dogged the restart. He broke his arm, man. He sent us to the back, and then we we fought all the way back there. Was it Miesmer or uh, who was it? Wrecked us. Miesmer wrecked Cash. Cash. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, running second or third. Mm-hmm. The senator. We yeah, and then care. it was uh, we somebody else. He broke his arm. We want to wish him best of luck. Matt Hirschman. Hope he can get back oh, dude, on the you track know why he real broke soon. Because he's going to put on that cast, and he's going to stick a traction control device right in that cast so he can you know, get an advantage. There ain't no traction control in our series I'm going to have to see some x-rays before I believe that, okay? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Since when? Since we got educated. Okay, good. Well, that's breaking news. It is breaking news. I'm glad to hear it. It's very good breaking news. So, uh, so as a young, so as a young driver, you got drivers out there, guys like you, young ladies like, uh, well, not like you, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I bet they like. It's not working out. But, but what would you advise them? I mean, if you, if if a young driver comes to you who's eight, who's like what you were, what advice are you going to give him now that you're a seasoned driver of a decade here for ten years? Um, definitely, I would start out go kart racing for sure. Um. The bandoleros and stuff are nice, but I feel like the go-kart racing definitely teaches you a lot more about passing and and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, just, I don't know, once you get started, don't don't give up at, I mean, at a young age, and, you know, you're going to go through go through bumps and hiccups, but uh, there's, there's always, always brighter at the end of the tunnel. I think the two biggest things you got going for you, number one is your family. Mm-hmm. It's always, they're always, look, People at the racetrack, there's going to be ups and downs and quiet ride home and all yep. that. The next mm-hmm. morning, you have your little morning period. Yep. You get back at it and you go to work and your family. And the fact that you're doing so much of the uh, work yourself is so valuable that it's going to uh, pay dividends to you. And it gives you options. Mm-hmm. 
It gives you, like my dad says all the time, even in our business, you know, when some, when you have an employee, the more they can do for you, the more diverse they are, the more valuable they are, and that's what you're uh, you're you're setting that uh, uh, that groundwork for that too. So uh, it's been so fun to watch. We want to wish you the best of luck uh, the next couple of weeks, and it's going to be exciting. It's going to be um, a lot of people. I mean, I'm interested to see how the split of what the fans want because you've got a chance for a guy to tie the all-time track record, and you got a chance for uh, a young kid to come along and spoil the party. So, yeah, and and Carter, look, Carter you here's had, some legal advice as a lawyer. I'm not just a senator. I'm a lawyer. Uh, ask, for here an, we go. ask for an audit, okay? After the race, ask for an audit because Peyton has never won an audit before, right? We just heard that last <laughs> he week. He did lose an audit last <laughs> That's year. That's how right? you win the championship. You don't have to win it on the track, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pencil whip him in the car. <laughs> right, look, get that calculator out. Forget advice ask for race. For <laughs> what advice do you give your young female friends? Fans. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get him in trouble. With oh, God, uh, this dude. He's off the market, That's right, man. He's got a girlfriend. Let it go. Yeah. If the girl, he's 18 hey, if years the girlfriend, old. If the this show is not sponsored by Pit Lizard. If the girlfriend's around, don't come. <laughs> That's some That's damn good advice. Best answer he could have. damn good advice. Man, where have you been, man? You could have helped me out a long time ago, 30 years ago. That's pretty good advice. But, you know, you're young, uh, you know, you got all this stuff in front of you. And, and especially it's great that you want to stay in racing somehow, some way. And, and, and you're really reasonable in saying, you know, I, I know it's a long shot to race cup or Xfinity or truck, but you still want to be a part of racing. And that's, that's really exciting stuff. Because what I worry about, and I think Hermie and I have talked about on this podcast for over a year, is what we worry about is that we're, we're racing started, North Carolina, Virginia. Uh, we have to make sure we maintain these tracks, but we also have to get the new generation, like your generation, interested mm -hmm. because you guys are not, are not under the hood guys. Mm -hmm. You're not gearheads. You're more computer oriented. Yep. You're more social media oriented. And how do we keep that sport going? Because, you know, I got interested in, ra in racing by trying not to hand my dad the wrong wrench. That's how I got <laughs> into the flashlight, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and don't, I get distracted. Come on, boy. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. It's not that way anymore. I mean, not my kids didn't get under the hood with me. And, and, and so to see what you're doing, I think, is exciting. But I hope that you also bring along other young men and women who really would otherwise not maybe think about this as an opportunity as you do. So I, I wish you all the luck in the world and uh, might have to come out here and see him race this Saturday. What do you say, Herm? Come on. And this is the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series, right? Yes, sir. And, and the track runs how many races total for the track championship? Uh... Well, I mean, they schedule like 16, but rainouts and other things happen. They probably got through 12 this year or something okay. of that nature. Yep. All right. And if you want to come out and see great racing, come to South Boston and come see Carter Langley. Uh, Hermie? Now, is, you told uh, Peyton last week you were pulling for him. And he telling Carter this week you are pulling for him. I didn't say it was political. Is that a politi political? Yeah. It, it's well, wait, 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 wait. It's not a politics. Wait, you live in North Carolina? Yes, sir. Oh, so you can't vote for me. So <laughs> I'm rooting for Peyton. <laughs> And all his relatives. <laughs> so they come out on November 2nd <laughs> and drop the green flag for Stanley for Senate. How's that? Yeah, but you'll always be in his heart, Carter. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I move to North Carolina because I want to quit right in the middle of being a senator oh, and I want to go live in Lake Gaston, I'm going to go get you to campaign for me. We're going we're gonna to run for something. Here How's we that? Go. That's what he did. He quit. He quit being a town councilman. That Let me he ask had you something. Have you ever quit in anything yeah, in your you life? Quit? There ain't no quitting you, is it? Baseball. I mean, over racing though. Okay. All right. Oh, he uh, trans okay. He, well, transition is a bad word. Transition. Now. He, he basically uh, moved into another sport. 
That, that's not the case here with Shep. Shep moved into fishing on a lake. I mean, you didn't actually. <laughs> I don't even fish. You didn't actually. You didn't actually go get a. You didn't actually go get a sponsor and say sponsor me for the whole season. They give you a sponsor check and you get halfway through the season and say I quit. Right? No. Yeah. Would you do no. that? No. No, Shep, he wouldn't do that. So why isn't Sadler Brothers Oil on the side of his car? Do I know? Premier Carding, Sadler Brothers Oil. Well, that's an interesting question. And the answer is, and I had this conversation with, with Carter's dad, if I sponsor one late model stock car, yeah. I have to sponsor 100. Mm-hmm. Why? Because relationships. friends, relationships, customers, if I mm-hmm. put a sticker on Carter Langley, I'm, I'm better off supporting in other ways. Mm-hmm. Because if I put a logo on Carter's car, if give you a perfect example, Jason Barnes, who races here sometimes, mm-hmm. is a huge farmer in South Side Virginia and buys five six thousand dollars worth of fuel a week from me so if i sponsor carter then i got to sponsor jason then i've got seven or eight customers that run dirt cars down at brinkleyville in north carolina and other places you make one person happy and and you'd be surprised people call me and say hey you're sponsoring so-and-so i ain't buying no more fuel from you you ain't you know it's really and truly so is that really why we don't have saddler brothers oil on the side of our cars in our modified i I keep them all for a reason because i don't want people to think that i'm putting picking and choosing one person or customer or friend to support or sponsor over another in mine and elliot's position because we've got 30 years worth of relationships in racing Mm -hmm. friendships right customers Mm -hmm. is it's a bad idea he's hmm. got ethics and morals and you know he's got a good compass to <laughs> no it's, it's, no, no, it's, no he's it's, not quitting because he never started see that's the difference uh, that's something you should have learned so what's it take i mean you know like a bumper sticker a sticker you know four inches by eight inches what's that what's that go for in a car like yours carter um probably set of tires or so I what's mean, a set of tires 850 dollars for a set of tires that's the point i made earlier is i want people on this podcast to know that if you want to be involved and be a sponsor and help somebody out, you don't have to have ten thousand yeah. dollars. You don't have to have twenty thousand dollars. That's great. Five hundred to a thousand bucks. They'll put you a sticker on the car, get you people in. You don't come into pits, hang out, do all eat bologna burgers, and enjoy it. Take pictures, that kind of stuff. Well, let me ask you this: the championships in two weeks. What happens in your series after two weeks? Are you off for the fall? Is it a fall series? What What's your schedule look like? Uh, Martinsville for sure. Um, South Boston Cars Tour race. And Martinsville is just an open late model, right? The, yeah. The 300, yeah, the Virginians is, yes, for Lovers 300. Yes. So anybody can go in there. And then yes. you, How do they set it up? Because I, I heard the car count was unbelievable. Well, it was, told. but they set out a set of rules that everybody goes by. So is it heat races to get to the final? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Show? Yeah, it is. That, that's Amen. the most nerve-wracking thing. It's more, I get more nervous over the heat race than I do the race. Why? Yeah. Because if you don't make it, you, you don't, don't make it. You yeah. don't make it. Because you got Let him answer. <laughs> 12 to 15 in the heat race, probably, and they only take top six, yeah. seven, or eight out of the first three, and the last one they only take like the top four. So is, it, is that the only way you get in, or can you get in on time, too? Top two get in on time. Top two get in on time. Yep. So everybody does a qualifying lap, top mm-hmm. two get in, the rest race. Yep. And what's the field size? It's the past couple of years, I think it's probably been... 60, 70, or 80. And the crowd's a pretty good crowd, right? Yes. And Martinsville is in the 7th Senate District, right? Yeah. Let's say yes. Yes. <laughs> say yes. Yes. So would the He's from North Carolina. Virginia, he has no Bill's clue. Bill's Daily Virginia Senate have the same $800 feel? Yeah. Uh, we might 
they be talking about? Because I don't have the friends you have that be like, put your sticker on that my What car. you need to do is give $7,800 to a North Carolina resident and, and, and then have somebody question you about <laughs> you sponsoring somebody from North Carolina. That's yeah. exactly what you need to do. Yeah, I I'll tell you what, he's not too smart. Very good we'll talk. All right? <laughs> I didn't think that went through exactly. But, you know, Kelly Kingery, actually, he was the first race car driver I sponsored. And he was a track champion at Franklin County. Uh, Speedway and uh, used to go hang out in his garage as he'd work on his car. And, and there's a funny thing on his wall, and hopefully this never happens to you, uh, Carter, but there's a wall, and you know he's got trophies and all this stuff, and then he has all these. And I looked up at it, and he's got all these checks stapled to the wall. And I said... Kelly, what are these checks? And he said, oh, those are all the checks that Whitey gave me that, that, <laughs> they, that they couldn't cash. <laughs> he said, every time he won, man, the thing would bounce, come back to him. So he said, well, I ain't going to stick them in a drawer. Might as well put them up there. Yeah. So, so when does your season end? Um, I mean, do you race up to November? You, Thanksgiving. I mean, probably around um, Southern National for the Thanksgiving Classic on Thanksgiving weekend. So. So then what? Southern Honey, National. Uh, he loves that track. Then? I like duck hunting. I, I enjoy duck hunting. Um but other than that, just rebuilding the car for the next season. Getting ready. Yep. So it's almost year round. Yep. So how many weekends a year are you racing at an eighteen year old? Uh probably between twenty and thirty, maybe. Wow. That's gotta be That's fun, a lot man. Of time for the hmm. Okay. <laughs> for what, the girlfriend? Yeah. Well, if she don't come to the track, remember what he said. So I think anything else we get to is going to be trouble. <laughs> yeah. So Carter, I know you no. need to get out of here you know, and get back and very, work on your race very, car. It's very obvious that you have a lot of fondness mm-hmm. for her too. So we're just giving you crap. Don't don't worry about that. And what's your name? Carter Langley. No. Oh, her, her Langley. Her. I, was, I thought you said you named a girl with the you, same you name as you, man. You don't need, you don't need to mention anybody's <laughs> names. Yeah. See, on, on to the protect podcast. the innocent. Trust me yeah. on this. One. Oh, we like you know. It, it's obvious. First name's fine. Very fun and protective of her. That's a good thing. We're just kind of giving you crap. You, you can always count on Shep to do that for you. But um, but it is great to talk to the future of racing, and I hope that you have all your dreams fulfilled. I hope that you are able to accomplish all the things that you want to accomplish, and most most importantly, I hope you never lose that fire in the belly to race or, or at least help others race as you get older and start renting out those cars. Well, send if that's what you aspired to. I was working on it, and then you told me it was not good for a North Carolina <laughs> car to have a damn hey, He quit. He's trying to somebody else get fired. <laughs> I mean, that's my district, and it's probably about three or 4,000 people. That might be Your buddies. Hermes, you're buddies. I think you ought to do anything you can do to piss off people in your own district <laughs> right here at election time. That's really what you ought to do. It's a life lesson, isn't it? Well, yeah. you know, it is Martinsville. Yeah. Uh, it's not like a win hey. Martinsville because they're, hey, they're I relate. Democrats. I relate to that. I'm a Republican. Easy. What? What? All right, let's go. We called. Got a, he's got work to he do. Got, he got to go back to Greensboro. He's got work to do on his race. So car. you said you were practicing today. Was that practice here or practice somewhere else? Here. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that you running earlier? Uh, I ran... Probably five or six laps. He was running while we went. Lunch. He found some oh, okay. issues he needs to, mm-hmm. to get resolved in two days, so he's got to leave. I got a long day tomorrow. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> you poor baby. <laughs> you poor thing, yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. I was having a great time. I'd, I'd continue to talk. Well, you got any questions for him, Shep? You've been sitting over there kind of quiet. I think you're still licking your paw after the last week's episode. Nothing? It's been a long day. <laughs> All right. Carter Langley, everybody. I'm telling you, the future of racing. Carter, Go look, look him up on Thanks social media. Go check him out if he can come to a racetrack, South Boston Speedway, anywhere he sends <laughs> or anywhere he races. And then yeah, Venmo, uh, PayPal. Yeah. All of it. Tell him what you got. I got it all. All right. How do we, how do we, uh, how do we donate to the girlfriends here? The other girls stay away. He stay said. away, man. So how do how do we get in contact with you? How do we donate? How do we support you? Say that once again for for our listeners. And we have 
Uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of them. Just uh, Carter Langley on Facebook and uh, I'm on Instagram too. But I, mostly, um, I have people that keep up the Facebook and go through the. He has people. Facebook. He has people for Facebook Messenger and stuff like people. that. And then we'll um, just get with you and get everything lined up. All right. Well, it's a, a wonderful, uh, a wonderful conversation with the the young man who uh, Peyton Seller says can't beat me. That's what Peyton Seller said earlier. But no, uh, man, hell he's gonna but as long as Peyton's not listening to this, my money's on this young kid. Okay, all right, is that all right? All right, better to be leading and chasing, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna be chasing after last weekend. <laughs> but how many points are you back? Uh, I'm five ahead. You're five ahead. I could have. Oh, I should uh, before last weekend. We had some problems. I was. So 16, I should have been 16 points. Man. So it's just like that though. Everything can everything can change. Yeah. So how close is five points? What I mean, I know that's close. That's not what mm-hmm. I'm So he gotta tie you, beat you, what's gotta happen? Um I just gotta finish right behind him the next two races. It, right behind him. Is right it one point him. is it one point per position? Is that how it is? It's one point per position, but I'd like to just finish right behind him if yeah. I had to. Then you'd yeah. be three ahead? Yes. I got you. Yeah. Hmm. But that's what it is, one point. So he would yep. technically and have no, to... no pole position points, no lap led points, nothing. So it's okay. all position. I, maybe if you win, you might get two points. Okay. I don't. I'm not very sure on that one. But well, you better know before the green flag. Every time right. I point raced, it is it, never gone. So just go. So so he goes out there and runs the, the best flow. he can run. Yep. Is, it twin, is it twin races this week or no? Same, uh, hundred lap this lapper. week and 150 in two weeks. Okay. It's a great attitude to have so it. If somebody it? takes you out the first lap, sure. it sure. would be bad. No, I'm asking. Oh, yeah, no, that'd, be, that'd, be be great. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> if he's trying to protect yeah. a five-point lead yeah, yeah. with two races to go, he's going to be happy. Somebody puts him windshield deep in turn one. Oh, that couldn't be better. Sweet, I can it's go over to my unnamed girlfriend and go hang out with her. That's what I live for. <laughs> no, you said be funny. That was funny. That was funny. Jeez. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, let's close out the show, or, we're, or Shep and I are going to sit over here and talk for another ten minutes because you know we can do it. Well, I say we let this young man go to work. All right, Carter Langley. Thanks for coming on. Leading right and turning left with Sadler in the center. One of the most uh, listened to podcasts in all all the world, actually. And we're here at South Boston Speedway. Make sure that you. Uh, go on to our uh, website page, which is www.sadlerstanleyracing.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on – are we on Instagram? And we'll be back here at South Boston Speedway for the Smart Modified Tour October the 14th. That is exactly right. And so uh, find us on X, which was formerly Twitter, which is Sadler Senator. Mm-hmm. At Sadler Senator, keep up on everything we're doing, and if you if you get on one of the platforms, give us a five star review. We always appreciate it, and we really really appreciate not only for you listening, but also when you introduce your friends to this as well. And all those guys at Petty GMS, uh, I guess Legacy Racing, who listen just because of Shep Mouse. So we want to thank them for listening as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Senator Bill Stanley, and I'm leaning right at South Boston Speedway. I'm Hermie Sadler, turning left. Thanks to Carter Langley. Thanks to Chris Williams, and thanks to. Shep Miles and Pacematic. I tell you what you do. If you can't sponsor his car, pay him eight fifty for the appearance today. Well, no. See, <laughs> that's pretty good. Then we go back and pay all the other people that yeah. appeared on the show. Oh, Personal yeah. service oh, contract. Why don't you oh, let him God. say? Y'all people are good at spending no. other people's money. No, if we can just true. change his residence for a week or two, so I can put the sticker on the car at Barnesville. We'll change his residence to your residence in Brunswick or or South Boston, and then I'm sponsoring a Virginia racer. How's that? Oh my God! You know what this is leaning to. Him quitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all listening. 
We'll see you back next week with more Leaning Right and Turning Left with Sadler and the Senator, powered by Pace America. God bless you all. <laughs>